Hey everybody, this is Nate Smoyer, and you're listening to the Tech Nest Podcast. This is the show where we sit down with the leaders in real estate and technology to find out what they're doing to transform the way we buy, sell, and invest in real estate. If you've got an interest in real estate and technology, stick around. You're in the right place. Before we get started, a quick word about our sponsor, Offer to Close. Offer to Close is a transaction coordinator service helping agents get more transactions from contract to close. Spend less time doing the paperwork and more time on your business. Learn more at OfferToClose.com. If you're listening to the show, then you know tech is changing all industries and fast. The rental property industry is not immune to this at all. And thanks to our sponsor, XBased, for helping us shine a light on all the services and companies out there changing the real estate landscape. Go ahead and learn more at xspaced.com. That's X-S-P-A-C-E-D.com, Xspaced, the future of rentals for landlords and tenants. Welcome to the show, everybody, and I'm so pumped for this episode. We have Heath Silverman from Stessa. They were recently, not too far back, acquired by JLL, and Stessa is working to help property managers better track, manage, and communicate the performance of real estate assets. Uh, Some really interesting things that they're doing and their vision on how they think that the asset class of real estate should be managed. Uh, I don't want to give away too much, so let's just jump right into the show. Well, hey, Heath, welcome to the show. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate your time. Uh, we're going to jump right into it here. Uh, why don't you let everyone know who you are and what you do? Yeah, um, I'm the CEO and co-founder of Stetha, a startup based out of San Francisco that enables real estate investors to track, manage, and communicate the performance of their residential real estate assets. Stessa brings smarter income and expense tracking to the individual investor, saving them both time and money. I've actually been working in tech for 20 years now and investing in real estate for almost as long. Um, Being entrepreneurial and investing in real estate fills this kind of personal need I have to build things. And real estate has the added bonus for someone who works in software of being very tangible. Uh, my first property purchase, it was a single family home I bought back in 2001 to live in. And I started house hacking, similar to you, I believe. Um, yep. And I got totally hooked. Um, there's nothing better than ongoing passive income supplemented with the potential appreciation. And I also, I, I still get that rush, that kind of that magical combination of fear and excitement that comes with each and every new acquisition I make on the property front. My full-time day job has always been in tech, uh, but after the financial crisis, I doubled down on real estate in a big way and started buying distressed uh, properties throughout the SF Bay Area. And in 2016, uh, the timing was right, and I partnered back up with an old co-founder, Jonah Schwartz. We've known each other now for over two decades, started a number of companies together, have invested in real estate together. And we decided to combine our love of technology and real estate to create Stessa. Uh, I mean, I'm so glad you went into the background because I was going to ask you, I mean, I looked at your background and I was just trying to figure out, I was like, okay, how, how does this guy make his way into asset management? Because, I mean, you've been co-founder and program managers, uh, team lead, um, you know, and you've been in a, a myriad of, industries, but I guess it's the one, one thing you said that stuck out to me is that, that real estate offers something that is tangible. And, uh, and I like that. 
Um, was your, your co-founder, did you house hack and rent to him? Is that what you did on your first house? Uh, no, the, interestingly enough, the first house I, I purchased after selling my first startup that I co-founded with him, uh, okay. and it was a place I bought myself and, uh, got some roommates, started house hacking. And since then, Joan and I have done a number of startups, uh, together, including starting kind of a small real estate investment fund, um, that I mentioned around, uh, investing in distressed properties around the Bay area. Um, and, and it's actually a pretty interesting story I'd say between the two of us of how we, um, kind of came up with the idea for Stefta. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, so in 2016, we decided it was time for us to do another company together. And, um, we did begin knowing that we wanted to do a real estate technology company per se. Um, when we were planning the next big thing, we actually had a number of ideas around the future of work, but because some of those concepts are just so large, we had a number of fits and starts and we kept on getting distracted by our real estate portfolio. Um, so a number of properties that we co-owned. And to get some immediate gratification, we did a deep dive into one of our properties that had been on autopilot for a couple of years, and we found a number of opportunities to increase value. In fact, after just a couple of weeks, you know, diving into this property, we nearly doubled the value of the building through a combination of operational efficiencies and rent increases. And, and this was real value, not just uh, on paper. Um, so this we took the new numbers family. to the bank. Uh, multifamily. Yeah, it was okay. an eight-unit building uh, in Oakland. So we took the numbers to the bank. Um, we did a, a cash-out refi, um, so real money in our pockets, and used that money to purchase a new property. And after doing that, you know, we're, we're also sitting here trying to start our next company. We quickly realized that as real estate investors, we should be applying these learnings to our whole portfolio. As technologists, we could build software to automate nearly everything we just did. And as entrepreneurs, there was a huge opportunity to build a, a company around a, you know, a technology solution that we could make available to investors like us. So in, you know, in my tech day job, I have all these solutions that offer a system of record, workflow automation, KPI dashboards, all this stuff for ongoing measurement and improvement, yet little exists for real estate. And we wanted to make these types of tools available for the individual real estate investor like us. I have a feeling that this is a common theme. This is, so this is a theory. I need to get some, some, some more like hard evidence on it. I have a theory that in real estate tech, the origins of stories just like yours come from, you know, they're tech first people who understand the value and power of owning and investing real estate. And then they create a solution for their own needs and realize, well, wait a minute, if I, if I needed this, probably someone else could use this. And, and it's so smart. I mean, you, you analyzed your building, you were able to do the cash out. And then did you go and buy more with that? Is that what you did with the, the cash out? Yep, we went out and bought another property, um, and uh, and then started, like I said, applying sort of our learnings to the rest of our portfolio. But but definitely, a lot of the other entrepreneurs I meet who are in real estate tech at the moment, they're people who kind of started in tech, invested in real estate as a hobby, and then found some problem that they knew they could solve and decided yeah. to scratch their own itch. That's awesome. So I, I have I pulled a quote from the Stessa website, and I I just wanted to get from you, you know what how you want to maybe break it down in layman's terms and also why it's so important. It says, uh, we're on a mission to democratize real estate as an asset class and streamline the whole real estate ownership cycle. So really break that down. What does that mean in layman's terms? And then also, why is that so important to you? Yeah. Um, well, 
I guess I mean, it's pretty you know, after we did this, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll get to the layman's terms in a minute, but I should say that after we, you know, we did that whole analysis and, and going through that, our own investment experience of optimizing a property, I spoke to hundreds of other real estate investors. Uh, and I learned that most still manage everything on an often out-of-date spreadsheet. And while many people have a great system or a basic system in place, many, honestly, they have no idea whether they've made or lost money except one day a year when they get the returns from their accountant. Um, so, so this is really, you know, why it's important to me and why I want to solve it. I, you know, Stessa solves this by streamlining the entire real estate ownership lifecycle post-acquisition with ongoing reporting, optimization, um, all that thanks to asset management software and back office automation. So I, I knew that we could use technology to automate a lot of this and do the heavy lifting. And, and this vision itself, you know, talking about democratizing real estate, um, it, it really is, you know, a big vision, um, but it, it just gets down to, you know, improving access to the asset class, offering new value added services that will help investors maximize their portfolio value, all while saving them time and money. So as investors ourselves, we, you know, we wanted to support investors all along the way as they build out and continue to grow their portfolios. That's so awesome. That really is. And, and, and kind of a related to that. And I mean, sometimes it's related, but what, what's behind the name Stessa? The only thing I could find is that it's an Italian word. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so three things. Um, Stessa is assets backwards. Uh, okay. And uh, yeah, uh, easy. And uh, also early on, we had this concept of a real estate chatbot with whom investors could chat, you know, good bookkeeping support as well as insights about their properties. And that's what sounded like a nice Italian person with whom I enjoy discussing my properties. Um, who knows, you know, we, we, we may have a chatbot someday in the future. And finally, it's a great six letter.com domain name. So you know this, it's hard to find these days. And we were lucky to learn it was available and excited about the SEO prospect. That's so cool. <laughs> I love it. You've got, you've got, you've got a word directly from, you know, uh, your category, you got some personality to it and you're hitting the, uh, the SEO SEM angle on it. That's, that's just awesome. Really hitting it on all angles. Um, so you, you talked a little bit about, um, you know, that how, how Stessa like really helps automating like, uh, you know, understanding the value, helping you track your income and expenses. And I, and I watched one of the videos you guys have that kind of show a little bit behind the scenes. Um, I think it was a little bit of an older video, but I think probably still relevant. Um, one question I had, you know, and I'm going through a process right now of getting a, a bookkeeper set up for with us is does this, does this replace the need for having a bookkeeper helping you manage your properties or does this kind of supplement that? Uh, yes, uh, and for our target customers, Stessa really replaces your bookkeeper, um, mm -hmm. for regular income and expense tracking. Uh, and most of our users, uh, they still use accountants or TurboTax for their actual tax returns. Right. But when it comes to your basic day-to-day -day income and expense tracking, Stessa does the trick. So, it, and it gets rid of that. Cause I mean, a bookkeeper is like, well, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go into the cost of bookkeeper. I guess it depends on the markets, but so it gets rid of that. And then also it enables you to have it right in front of you rather than having to call and get a report download. And, and I, and I want to touch back on that uh, TurboTax feature a little bit later here. Cause I saw that and made a note of that. Um, so if, if the typical customer you're saying is, yeah, it removes the need for the bookkeeper. Uh, who is that typical customer? What, what do they look like? 
Yeah, um, our t- typical customer is somebody, you know, smaller individual investor with uh, one to 10 properties who is doing a lot of the work on their own. Um, to be honest, many of them don't use bookkeepers today, um, but these are people who are really looking to reduce complexity and increase transparency across their investment properties. Um, you could also look at it another way. There's around 36 million total rental properties in the U.S. today. And that includes all the commercial properties and vacation rentals. Wow. And we're currently focused on the 24 million properties with less than 100 units. That's kind of the sweet spot for our target user. Um, so by streamlining income and expense tracking and consolidating a property owner's important metrics in one place, Stessa really gives users you know, peace of mind about the portfolios. And it frees up their time to focus on what is most important, like maximizing the value of and expanding their portfolio. Hmm. Yeah, or or all the calls back and forth to get carpet installed because your last tenant chewed it up with their their, their dog <laughs> chewed it up. That that yeah, might, and, just, and, and, <laughs> might just exactly, be me. Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and, and and I can also say you know I mean rather than paying for a bookkeeper, um, you know, Stessa pulled all your transactions directly from your bank, your property manager, and we automatically read all your receipts, processes everything for you, um, so you don't get bogged down by all that painful data entry. Um, I mean, it kind of is like having a, a real-time automated bookkeeper accessible in yeah. your pocket. Yeah, and it and like you said, so it's tying into whatever, wherever you know, if you if you're you have a bank account set aside, hopefully for collecting rent, it's tied into that. And you know, if you're pulling from that for your expenses, it's tied into that. So it's putting all that together for you. Correct. Yep. Got it. So okay, let, let's talk about the property management side. So obviously, we got a little DIY action here. Does this replace the need for a property manager? Yeah, so this is not meant to be full service, uh, you know, operations software. Um, we kind of uh, classify the difference between, you know, property management is more operational and stuff are more um, at the asset management or finance level. Um, in other words, we're, you know, we're not currently looking to handle maintenance requests, leasing, etc. Individuals could use aspects of Stessa to track their rent roll and do what I would call property management light. But these days, there is actually pretty good property management software out there for property managers and even individual investors. Um, we, you know, we did build Stessa to work in conjunction with these solutions. With Appfolio, for instance, Stessa directly imports a PDF owner statement, aggregates it with your other property data, and completes a visual dash- dashboard for your use. Mm-hmm. Got it. And so then, and then follow up on that one, you know, we, we have a um, renter's warehouse is going to be one of the guests on this season. And one of the things they talked about was nice. they like to help uh, find ways to help their investors buy more property. And that's obviously, that's a, that's a fantastic growth plan. Um, I'm curious, you know, because th- this sounds like it really could optimize performance and highlight the value uh, gain opportunities. Could a property management company use Stessa to help their clients improve on their assets? Uh, yeah, I mean, it definitely um, helps clients to better understand their assets, to see their whole portfolio in one place. Um, mm-hmm. And by getting all that information uh, together, uh, you know, those investors can start making the big decisions more easily, the big acquisition disposition decisions we've actually had property managers out there refer their uh, customers to us to use Stessa. So um, on the West Coast in particular, uh, you know, I mentioned that folio, a lot of the property managers out here, and I think all my property managers, I have a number of different property managers for my portfolio, um, but for the most part, they all use that folio. 
um, you know, with us pulling that data in, um, you can then see your entire portfolio across um, all of your, you know, see all your properties in one place across all these property managers. Right. You can make the right decisions. And then um, ideally, um, if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it's a lot easier to do so. Got it. That's good. But let's, let's shift gears a little bit. I want to talk a little bit more specific nuts and bolts of Stessa. So you already alluded to, and you talked about, uh, it, you know, pulls together your reports and allows you to export directly to TurboTax, which I think that's awesome. That's such a pain in the butt, you know, for me to take care of that each year. Um, and so I kind of, really, I really like that idea that that sounds like a really nice feature, but what are some other very notable features that, um, you know, uh, say investors out there listening, uh, should probably really, uh, take in consideration, uh, for, you know, what Stessa has to offer. Yeah. Uh, I hear time and again from our customers that the three most valuable features are the executive dashboard, um, income and expense tracking and automation. So the average individual investor, you know, they don't have the time or resources resources to really actively manage their real estate investments uh, and optimizing a real estate portfolio can involve tedious manual effort, which is why most of these investors, um, they frequently see suboptimal returns. So we solve this problem and reduce the complexity by bringing everything together in the straightforward executive dashboard, highlighting all the key metrics an investor needs to track. Um, and then staying on top of finances is also critical uh, thing for these investors. So Stessa automates income and expense tracking with direct bank links, easy receipt capture, um, and auto categorization. Mm -hmm. uh, and finally, um, you know, we give the investors the ability to see that performance in real time while removing much of the busy work. So speaking of which, <laughs> we are really excited about our new iOS app, which can capture receipts and on the go and is a very a way smarter than the regular iPhone camera app with built-in edge detection, distortion correction, and image optimization, we can securely and quickly archive every receipt to the cloud, after which our OCR will read the receipt and use machine learning to automatically categorize each new transaction in IRS-recognized categories. Brilliant. Really is brilliant. And, that, and that's for the property owner. And that is for the property owner. So, so rather than keeping a big shoebox of receipts laying around uh, that you have to then sift through at the end of the year, which I know I've done time and time again, I know many yeah. people who do similar, uh, you can just capture them on the go. And one of the great things about this, you know, there's a lot of, uh, um, there are other tools out there uh, mm -hmm. to do this, but many of them uh, are using real people like Mechanical Turk and others to read the receipts. We're doing this all um, with, machine learning and OCR. So it happens instantaneously. Uh, it's secure and um, it is free. No cost. Wait, hold on. Uh, the, the, the app that, you know, once you're a Stessa customer is free or you're saying Stessa is free. Stessa is free. Stessa is free and the app is free. Okay. The obvious follow up question here, right? I'm going to be the Congressman. You'd be Mark Zuckerberg. How do you sustain a, a company if your product is free? <laughs> yeah, the, the core functionality in Stessa is totally free. So automated income and expense tracking, personalized investment dashboards, the ability to export tax-ready financials. But we also do have a premium version for uh -huh. professional investors with LP management tools, such as a portal for limited partners where they can track contributions and distributions as well as custom dashboards and reports for fund managers to communicate to their limited partner investors. 
So pricing there is determined based on the number of units under management. But for the individual investor um, with a number of properties looking to utilize all the all the rest of goodness that it has to offer, it is completely free. That's awesome because I, invariably, I mean, the idea here is that you're helping people find the opportunities and value in their property. And so, you know, maybe working with the small time investor today, but in a few years, they may have a need for the, the premium product because of the data, the ideal scenario. Correct. And, and we do intend down the road, um, I should say, to offer value add services that we think our investors um, will be excited about and willing to pay for. Um, but uh, the core functionality is and will always be free. That's so cool. You know, there's not enough hours in the day to keep up with prospecting, developing new deals, inspections, open houses, just all the paperwork that comes with being a real estate agent. It's just overwhelming sometimes. That's why I'm excited that we've partnered up with Offer to Close. Offer to Close is a transaction coordinator service that I believe you've been waiting for. No lengthy contracts with them, no masses overhead, and you only pay when you close deals. Here's how it works. Offer to Close has transaction coordinators that are also licensed agents, so you can have full confidence in who's helping manage your transactions. Offer to Close helps manage your transactions from contract to close, helping you stay focused on your business rather than administrative work. I want you to go ahead, find out more at offertoclose.com. That's offertoclose.com, offertoclose.com. So what's the process like? How does someone get started up with uh, Stessa if they wanted to get started? What, what does that look like? Um, so again, yeah, core product, totally free. Um, and then setting up Stessa is easy with the registration process. It takes just a couple minutes to complete. So as an investor, you begin by entering a property address. Stessa is able to pull relevant data about the property from public records. Photos are pulled from the MLS and rental listings. Onboarding is then a simple three-step process. It begins with investment details, uh, loan and acquisition information is pulled from public records and confirmed by the user, allowing Stessa to estimate return on investment. Next, the user fills in the income for the property, including all rents and other income sources, such as laundry or parking, so Stessa can calculate cash flow. And then finally, onboarding finishes with expenses. So users can link their financial accounts to save time and reduce paperwork with automated income and expense tracking. You can also, as I mentioned before, connect a property manager account, uh, allowing Stessa to pull in operational data. So once this onboarding is complete, the user can then jump directly into their property dashboard where they can drill down into specifics, compare between properties, browse aggregate metrics for the portfolio, as well as a, you know, as well as look at market value, asset return, et cetera. Um, and they can record transactions manually or review all the transactions that have been imported and categorized automatically. It's kind of, I don't want to say it's a set it and forget it, but I mean, it sounds like, you know, it's a little bit of elbow grease up front, but then it works. It works for that, you. That is the goal. Yeah. That is the goal. Um, so I, it, it sounds, I mean, it sounds like to me then, you know, that one of the things I always ask people is that, you know, particular markets, because real estate obviously is a, a local type industry. Are there any particular markets that you're seeing uh, that are gravitating towards using Stessa or are you, you know, seeing signups uh, across the country? Yeah, Stessa is open to all investors across the U.S. Our early customers were primarily on the coast. Uh, but since we've opened up the platform and I should say we came out of beta just recently, so we're now open to everyone and excited to grow from here. Uh, we're seeing people register from all across the country. 
And any plans to go international? At this point, we're focused uh, on the U.S. Okay. Now, one thing I'm curious about is obviously, you know, as you're trying to fine tune this product, right? You know, you came up, birthed out of uh, your own use case, right? So it maybe started out of your personal preferences, but I'm sure somewhere along the way you tried something and realized it wasn't uh, working out. Are there any failed experiments or things you learned early on that caused you to pivot and, and go a, a different direction? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, so many. Um, <laughs> I can tell you the one thing that is always hardest for me individually um, in the early days of starting a company is to focus. So early on, we made the, the standard startup mistake of being overly ambitious and attempting to do too much. We had this big vision. We wanted to do everything to streamline the ownership lifecycle, you know, not only income and expense tracking, but entity management, offering an extensive document management solution, et cetera. And we quickly learned that we were biting off more than we could chew and needed to start by focusing on doing just one or two things really well for our users. There's too many things that didn't deliver the right uh, quality of experience. Um, all that being said, you know, as we grow in scale, we look forward to expanding our functionality and eventually getting closer to that big vision. Um, but for any founder out there, it's really hard, but um, be sure to force yourself to focus. That's good. I appreciate that advice. I'll, I'll take that one myself as well here. <laughs> um, let's shift gears a little bit, talk some money. Um, uh, I'll start with this. So earlier this year, actually, let's uh, uh, start here. You guys actually joined up with JLL Spark. Can you can you walk me through like uh, first what is JLL Spark for those listening who, who might not know and, and what's that transition been like? Yeah, um, very exciting. Um, uh, I mean, first off, we we definitely decided to build a prop tech company at the right time. Um, and as builders of a tech based asset management solution, we are incredibly excited to be joining forces with a, a global leader in the space. So before we even get to Spark, let's first start with JLL, as I'm sure a lot of your listeners don't know who they are. Um, JLL is a Fortune 500 professional services firm that specializes in real estate and investment management. And JLL recently launched JLL Spark as an independently operated division to deliver on the mission of transforming real estate, uh, actually the whole real estate industry, um, with technology-based innovation. And uh, we are their only acquisition so far, but shortly after our acquisition, Spark announced a $100 million global venture fund, which has already made a number of investments into growing prop tech companies. And I'm sure you'll hear a lot about them in the news in the very near future. And I think you asked about the transition. So in, in terms of the transition, I, I would say integrating with uh, with big companies can traditionally um, be a bit challenging, but it has been surprisingly smooth since day one. Uh, Spark has these co-CEOs who are experienced Silicon Valley entrepreneurs. And because of that, they really understand and embrace startup economics. Uh, so we continue to operate independently um, as a wholly owned subsidiary. And you know they bring all this deep real estate expertise and startup expertise, as well as a strong global brand to give us credibility, all while providing the support to help us move faster. So uh, it's a great marriage, I would say. That's awesome. Yeah. And I mean, I see JOL in, you know, in my inbox uh, headlines and all kinds of things every day, but I, I forget that, um, you know, that it's not one of those companies that 
most people are used to to seeing here or there. But I think you're absolutely right. Uh, I think that it's going to be it's going to be making more of the headlines as uh, you know with that fund that they announced and uh, investing in other startups as they grow. I think people will start to recognize those three letters uh, jumping out at them and. I think you also hit the, the the nail on the head. A great time to be in prop tech. Uh, you know, we're seeing a, a, a continual increase of both awareness and money pouring into the real estate tech space. Um, but uh, I'm just curious, wh why do you think it's taken so long for people to see that? And, and you know, do you expect the the amount of money going into real estate to continue to to go uh, to increase over the next few years. Yeah, so I hear a couple of different questions there. I guess you know, yeah. in terms of <laughs> prop tech as a whole, um, I, I recently saw this. You know, there's this global prop tech competence index report that was going around recently, and I think mm -hmm. it said something to the effect of um, that funding has tripled from 2016 to 2017, and, and globally hit something like 12 billion dollars. So investor yeah. confidence. Is, is definitely at an all-time high right now when it comes to uh, prop tech. Um, but then, you know, why now uh, is everybody kind of getting excited about it? Uh, I, I could talk to, you know, Stessa and why now, which I think kind of relates. Um, so, so when people ask that question, I, I always like to start by calling out just how big real estate is. Um, so real estate is the U.S.'s largest industry, the biggest asset class by far at $40 trillion or over $40 trillion. And the, and the largest lending category. And, and why now, in the past decade, there have been some pretty significant market shifts um, when it comes to real estate, and for us in particular, residential real estate. And, and I'll highlight three of those. So one, there's been this big shift from owning to renting due to the financial crisis and shifting generational preferences. Homeownership in the U.S. has been hovering around a 50-year low, while the number of renters has been reaching all-time highs. Two, there's been this increased interest in real estate as an investment. So since 2013, I've seen there's this Gallup poll out there that shows Americans uh, believe real estate to be the best long-term investment vehicle over others like stocks, bonds, cash. So all that coupled with that whole surge in, in rentals has led to a flood of individual investment into income properties. And then today over 70% of apartment owners, it turns out, are actually individual investors. That was one of the things with stuff so that we, we found that stat. And we're like, holy moly, there's all these individuals. There's this crazy long tail, um, huge opportunity there. And then finally, three, and, and I think this applies more broadly to all, all real estate beyond just residential rentals, um, with an increase in, in younger investors um, out there, as well as constantly improving tech um, you know, for other asset classes. Investors now expect access to technology tools, you know, in real estate, there really hasn't been very much. So when you compare, I would quote unquote, you know, the alternative asset class of, of, of real estate to a traditional asset class like equities, there really is no comparison. You know, with my equities, I'd expect clear valuation and liquidity, real-time benchmarking, um, analytics tools, as well as easy access to an active manager or robo-advisor, yet little to nothing exists in real estate. So. Mm -hmm. In the past few years, we started to see all these companies pop up to try and you know, solve small pieces of the pie. And I, I would say right now, you know, it's about time these types of solutions are made available um, for all real estate investors. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a fantastic answer. Um, before we jump on to uh, 
one of my favorite segments of the show. Uh, I want to give you the opportunity. Is there any one thing we haven't covered that would be really important for people to know about what Stessa is doing uh, or what you guys hope to achieve in the future? Um, yeah, I've, I've alluded to this a bit, and I guess now it's sort of top of mind after I just gave that, that, that long answer about um, what's <laughs> happening in real estate tech. Um, but I think it's really important to understand um, the power of data in real estate these days and how Stessa really is helping investors on that on that front. So, so everyone out there is talking about using data in meaningful ways. Uh, but the truth is that there's just too much of it out there. And especially when it comes to individual investors, they don't have the time to sift through it all. Uh, I can't remember the last time I read thoroughly one of the Appfolio owner statements that came through one of my owner's portals. Um, so mo most owners today, they have to juggle data from different providers across siloed fields. And with Stessa, what we're really doing is unifying all that data. So we're unifying it, normalizing it, providing it back to Stessa, to investors in a personalized, um, real-time, easy-to-use platform. So investors can really take back control of their portfolios and, and they can, at the end of the day, optimize all aspects of their holding. Solid. We're going to jump right to it. So this is a game I like to call For the Future. Uh, for the Future is a segment where I ask each guest who comes on the show to give their best predictions based on the following four questions. Heath, you ready to play? I am ready. <laughs> All right. What does Stessa look like one year from now? Yeah. So a year from now, um, you know, our, our current product is just the beginning. Uh, we started with analytics and income expense tracking. And we're getting more into workflow automation and you know auto categorization with insights and reporting, as we found those provide a lot of value to our users. But all that being said, what I'm mostly excited about is scaling the user base and for people to begin to recognize Stessa as an essential tool for real estate investors. Mm -hmm. uh, really a, a critical application, I would say, in every investor's toolkit. It's good. Uh, question number two, what does the housing market look like one year from now? Um, I actively invest and I'm always thinking about this <laughs> since I'm <laughs> always looking at, at bringing new properties into my portfolio or disposing others. Um, but I never like to make predictions. Um, what I can say is that in a year, I'm pretty sure the rates will be higher while rent growth will continue to slow making today's debt more valuable and also future deals probably harder to pencil. So you can decide for yourself what that means for your markets. Um, I can say that um, since most of my holdings are in the Bay Area, um, I'm seeing noticeable signs of a slowdown, especially in the areas that have experienced a number of years of high growth. Um, and that being said, other markets, you know, talking to so many investors out there, um, especially on a platform, other markets, particularly in the heartland are at different stages in the cycle. So, um, there are still opportunities out there if you're a budding real estate investor. Um, again, me personally, uh, I've been selling some of my Bay area portfolio and I just 1031 one property, for instance, into a multifamily building in the Midwest. I imagine you could buy quite a few units in the Midwest selling something from the Bay area. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, the <laughs> the numbers go up quite a bit. Um, it, it, it's uh, it, it's also it's, you know it's different you know learning about different markets. You know here it's a lot of it's about sure. appreciation 
sure. out there. It's all about find buying for cash flow. But yeah, it's it's, it's different. And uh, um, but I'm I'm into diversifying right now based on what I'm seeing. Got it. Got it. Yeah. And for those who are listening, if you're not familiar with 1031, it's 1031 Exchange. We did an episode uh, season one uh, with my buddy Tom from 1031 Atlas. You can check that out to learn more about 1031 exchanges. Uh, let's go on to question number three. When will the next big boom or bust happen in real estate? Hmm. Um, I, I don't think the next bust will necessarily be as big as the last. But have you ever heard of the 18-year real estate cycle? Yep. Yep. Okay, great. So, um, you know, since 1800, basically, real estate has run its course um, with a pretty steady, um, you know, 18-year rhythm. So, you know, the cycle is typically runs through recovery, expansion, hyper-supply, and recession. And amazingly, the timing has been pretty consistent. Uh, so if you consider the last peak was in 2006 and, and you buy into this whole idea, uh, we, you know, we basically have, I guess, until 2024 before the next big bust, assuming no black swan events. So in other words, I think we have um, some time. Okay. And question number four, last of for the future, what's one thing you think will fade away or dramatically change in real estate? in the near future as a result of technological advances? I mean, I don't have just one thing, but I can say that thanks to technology, <laughs> we're, um, you know, we're seeing a dramatic increase in transparency and efficiency when it comes to real estate. Um, you know, already it's become a much more acceptable investment class to people who previously were not able to get into the market. So that being said, um, real estate continues to be a place where people often have asymmetric information, um, off-market deals reign supreme, and there are just so many middlemen. You know, whenever you're closing the deal, especially if you're more on the multifamily residential side, it's, it's kind of mind-blowing. So I, I, I don't want to call out anyone or anything in particular that should necessarily go away or will disappear with technology. But but I think that over time, continual advancements will, will result in lower fees and less friction. Um, so whether we're talking title fees, broker fees, insurance or accounting, uh, which is where we are currently focusing our energy. I think that makes sense. Uh, we're getting better data. We're able to automate tasks. It takes less people to, to do the same work. Um, it's hard to imagine that the costs would have to remain the same. So I, I, I align with that. I, I think that's uh, pretty good. Um, cool, let's jump into the last three. The last three kind of focus uh, more on you and this just helps our listeners get to know you a little bit better. Um, I'm curious, uh, as well, uh, uh, question number one, uh, of the last three, what are you reading? So what types of, uh, books, blogs, newspapers, magazines, what do you read? Yeah, I'm on the business front. I'm currently rereading, uh, Ben Horowitz's The Hard Thing About Hard Things. Mm. Um, so this is Ben Horowitz of Andreessen Horowitz imparting all of his learnings from starting and investing in companies. And I, and I definitely recommend it to, um, or really for anyone starting and growing a company. On the investing front, I, I always want to keep a good pulse on what's going on. Uh, so I have a number of sources that I draw from daily. I like, for instance, PropMoto's newsletter in the morning for my PropTech updates, and I like uh, abnormal returns for general economy, finance, and investment updates. 
and I also have a whole a whole slew of Google keyword searches um, that hit in the late afternoon when I like to spend 10 to 15 minutes sifting through the most recent headlines, and I share the most interesting articles um, with uh, our entire company on a real estate insights Slack channel. So I want to kind of keep everybody um, up to date on what's going on so they can kind of feel clued in and also to help them learn more uh, about real estate as a whole. Mick, that, that seems like a, a, a good thing to do. Um, who do you, or who are you learning from? Who do you look to, uh, to learn from or uh, maybe mentoring from? Uh, it's interesting. Uh, I, I would say the people who I learn from the most are actually our users. So I try to connect with our users in some form, um, Seth's users in some form every single day. Uh, and I learn so much from every one of them about their different approaches to investing and their unique needs. Very cool. And, and the, the final of the last three here, uh, what keeps you inspired? I'm continually inspired, I would say, by our mission to democratize real estate as an asset class and streamline the whole ownership life cycle. So, uh, I mean, I'm excited to get up every morning and build towards that vision. Uh, and every positive user story I hear, every great conversation I have on the way there, um, it really makes all the hard work worthwhile. Awesome. Uh, Heath, this has been great. Um, I, I think what you guys are doing is pretty cool. Um, especially since it, you know, it's helping investors. Uh, I'm pretty passionate about the, the direct to customer approach. And I think that's really awesome. Uh, I want to give uh, you the opportunity here before we close out the show. Thank you so much for your time. I want to give you an opportunity to, to let people know how can they connect with you and how can they, uh, dig in and learn more about Stessa? Where do they go for that? Yeah, well, so first of all, I just want to say I really enjoyed chatting with you today, Nate. Again, thanks for having me. Um, but if you want to reach me directly, simply email me at heath at stessa.com. That's simply my first name at stessa.com. And to learn more about Stessa, I just recommend everyone with an investment property go to www.stessa.com and register for free. It only takes a few minutes to get up and running. Awesome. Well, th thanks so much for your time. And uh, for everyone else, uh, we'll have some notes or some links in the notes of this episode and, so that you can uh, get the information uh, to connect with Heath and check out Stessa. And uh, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Thanks so much. Well, that's it for today. Thanks so much for listening to the TechNest podcast. Hey, don't forget, you can get on the email list. You never miss an upcoming episode. That's technest.io. That's T-E-C-H. N-E-S-T dot I-O. Get on the email list. Uh, go to the App Store, whether you found us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you found us. Leave us a five-star review and share it with your friends. And if you've got a guest or someone that you'd like to recommend, or if you think that you'd be a great guest on the show, hey, send me an email, nate at realteampanda.com. That's nate at realteampanda.com. See you guys later.